they will come out great muff trialers with a great group of friends. We really have to think about the arguments for each side and how each side can have a, a strong case. The excitement of being in the courtroom, I think that's the big draw for kids to join into Martras. It's, hey, hey, man, I'm going to be like a real lawyer. I'm going to be in like a real courtroom. The things they argue, the theories they come up with, they're uh, always creative and oftentimes better than things you hear in court. It really did develop my thinking on my feet skills, my public speaking, everything that the coaches have echoed. The voices of some of the key players in the Massachusetts Bar Association's mock trial program. Hello, I'm your host, Jordan Rich, with a very special edition of the Mass Bar Beat podcast. Today, it's all about the mock trial program. Since 1985, the Massachusetts Bar Association has hosted an annual statewide mock trial program to help high school students learn more about the law, court procedures, and our legal system. And it also gives students an opportunity to sharpen their analytical listening and speaking skills. We've assembled a panel of speakers, ranging from the Bar Association's mock trial program chairs to a couple of teacher coaches to those pegged by the Bar Association to judge the mock trials. And of course, I'll be talking with the most important people, those who benefit, the students. We begin with past co-chair of the MBA's mock trial committee, attorney Patrick Francomano, with a bit more on how things are structured. We alternate between civil and, and criminal, but every year is a, is a new case. We may recycle a case here and there, uh, change it up, modernize it, etc. We sit down right around this time of year, choose a topic, choose a case, decide where we want to go with it, and then work on developing the case. So our rules of evidence and our rules of procedure are fairly static. We may change them depending on particular set of circumstances, but they tend to be very basic. They're essentially simplified rules of evidence and procedure based upon the Massachusetts rules that currently practitioners would go by. Each case contains a fact pattern. That fact pattern is sort of general, but it's driven by six witnesses, three for the plaintiff or prosecution, three for the defense. Those witnesses are anchored to affidavits. Those affidavits set out essentially everything the witness knows about the case. Witnesses are not allowed to stray from the affidavit. The minimum number of students you need to participate is six. MBA mock trial co-chair Holly Lake tells us more about the mock trial teams. The teams are not just students, they're comprised of a teacher at their school who is their teacher coach. They also foster relationships with attorneys in the area who could be an attorney coach. I think it's valuable for both teachers and students. You know, it is it is a competition, but it is a team. And I think that that also helps promote better communication and cooperation between teachers and students and certainly between teachers and students and other schools and their teachers and students. And I think that it gives it a unique exposure that they wouldn't otherwise have. I mean, sure, you could you can get it in athletics, but you're not really talking to the other side so much or actually fostering a relationship. And, you know, if teams are fortunate enough to make it to the regional competition, they can meet other students and other teachers from other districts who are participating in the program all over the state. And I think that, that's valuable to have those connections. Pat, everyone at the Massachusetts Bar Association is very excited about how this plays out and the benefit the students get. Well, it's it's an opportunity for high school students to develop essentially lifelong multidisciplinary skills. They learn to analyze facts and issues uh, based upon a certain set of rules. They are looking at both sides of an issue, are able to hopefully uh 
present uh, a balanced analysis of, of each side. When I've, I've coached and I have been involved in the, in the committee, I've also judged. And when I've coached, it is always consistent when you're dealing with kids. They want to know what side you're on. What side are we going to be on? What side are we going to be on? And it's very difficult, but you wind up getting there, teaching them how to analyze the problem in a balanced way so that they can present both sides of the argument without, you know, w- without shading it one way or the other until it's, nece- you know, until it's necessary to use their powers of persuasion. Holly, please add your thoughts. It's an interesting program because I don't think that uh, students have this opportunity in any other sort of extracurricular activities that they do. It definitely gives them the opportunity to understand more about our judicial system, um, how it works, how it can impact their lives, their friends' lives, their family members' lives. For a high school student who can be shy, it can actually not only help them understand the law, but also help them gain skills that they'll need in their college career, their professional career, and beyond whether or not they decide to do anything in the legal profession, that being listening, uh, speaking, reading, reasoning. I mean, so many people have issues with public speaking, and this really gives students a chance to you know, stand on their own two feet and have that confidence. Um, to speak publicly. And, you know, the other, this is obviously the advocacy component um, where students don't get to choose which side they get to be on. They're either on the plaintiff of the defense or the prosecution of the defense, and it allows them to really advocate um, the issues that, you know, they're being tasked with, regardless of, you know, what they may individually identify with or they individually may believe. And I think that that's a useful life skill for them as they, you know, continue to to grow up and pursue other um, careers or other activities, you know, when they reach adulthood. Let's move on and talk further about mock trial with two fine teacher coaches. We have with us Gary Huguet from the Pioneer Valley Performing Arts Charter Public School, second place winner from this year's state championship, by the way, and Robert Gregory, teacher coach from Malden Catholic High School, the winner of this year's state championship. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining me. Gary, I'll start with you. What have you learned as a teacher coach in this process? Well, I think part of the thing of coaching and so forth is actually watching good mark trial. That's how I learned what was good and what wasn't. I watched other coaches and I watched videos of, of trials and things of that nature and so forth. And I teach at a performing arts high school. The students I have are what are the ones that they're good performers, but they also are able to think quickly on their feet. And, and actually coaching the kids, actually there's that learning curve that the kids go through as they learn and so forth. I kind of think of mock trial as an almost as two levels. There's the new team after you get your team kind of going then you got into the really the competition. My thing to, to new coaches especially is, is like, you know, your expectations are to basically get your team up and going. And I like to start them young too. I have to start them in ninth grade. You know, when I was in New Hampshire, we started with middle school. Way back in the tournament, they used to have middle school teams so that they get trained in how it goes. And then as their, their uh, uh, mental abilities can grow, as they de- grow developmentally, they're able to uh, then move into the higher levels of the, the competition of this. And Robert Gregory from Malden Catholic High School, how did you come to be a teacher coach? 
When I got to Maldon Catholic in 2013 as a new teacher, um, I really wanted to get involved and kind of see the students and their different activities. So I ended up wandering into a mock trial and being enthralled by uh, what I saw there uh, and, and the intensity of, of the litigation and how much the students cared and were passionate about what they were doing. And the program at the time was run by a religious brother, um, Brother Timothy Hoey of the Zaverian Brothers, who sponsor our school. And um, watching Brother Hoey in action, um, how he coached the team, cared for the team, loved the team, how meticulous and prepared he was, um, really inspired me. And, and he became a mentor to me. And a couple of years later, um, Brother, in, in characteristic humility, um, stepped away and, and flipped me the keys to the team. And uh, I had to learn on the job. And uh, fortunately, um, there were mentors in this program like Gary, uh, who, who came calling a couple of years later and said, we want to drive all the way from South Hadley to come and scrimmage you guys. And I said, where the heck is South Hadley? I'm, I'm not from around these parts. So I looked it up and I said, oh my God, it's you know coaches like Gary who, who showed me what this program was all about and how much the students in these teams really cared. Uh, and, and I've been with the Malden Catholic team ever since, and it's been a tremendous ride. Gary, your students, just like Roberts, have been outstanding. You've seen a lot of them get really pumped up over mock trial. They get prepared, but they actually have to react um, and uh, learn, to, learn to think on their feet in the courtroom. Uh, and I think that, you know, combined with the, the excitement of being in the courtroom, I think that's the big draw for kids to join into mock trials. It's, hey, hey, man, I'm going to be like a real lawyer. I'm going to be in like a real courtroom. Th that's the kind of like the big key uh, of getting the kids involved. Uh, and then from there, you can start coaching them. Teacher Coach Gregory what has surprised you the most about this experience? What I thought at the time was that mock trial was for the students who were interested in the law and interested in a career in law. And I quickly learned that mock trial was about much more than just recruiting the lawyers and the actors and letting them do their thing in the courtroom. Uh, so many of my team members um, have gone on to study engineering and medicine and computer science and, and political science and Hispanic studies and history. And, and, and I quickly learned that mock trial uh, was a place where a very eclectic group of students who were interested in, in problem solving and, and rhetoric and, and public speaking came together to hone their skills and um, you know, compete uh, in, in a forum that, that brought together a wealth of gifts and, and, and a diversity of talents. So um, I, I realized that it was far less about trying to produce future lawyers uh, than, than it was about honing the gifts and talents that the students brought to the program, watching them shine and encouraging them to buy into their teammates and buy into the process, really be unique and, and gifted in their own ways in the courtroom. Thanks to these fine coaches for joining us, and to all the teacher coaches out there, your contributions are making a big difference in the lives of these young people. Now, before we talk with a couple of the students themselves, let's say hello to two attorneys from the Massachusetts Bar Association, current co-chair of the Mock Trial Committee, Carol Cam, and Sam Siegel, who have stepped up and served as judges for the Mock Trial Program. The judge does a number of things. So the judge is not only hearing the evidence, and ruling on objections as the witnesses are presented. Each side has three witnesses. They present their witnesses. The judge oversees that process and rules on any objections and then has to grade the performance of each of those participants. There's a witness. 
there's uh, the attorney who's doing the direct examination, and then there's the cross-examining attorney. While hearing all of this and, and ruling on the objections, you also have to be um, evaluating the performance. So there's a, there's a lot going on for the judge. It's challenging, and it's actually really fun. Thank you so much, Carol. Sam, you have a deep relationship with mock trial. Now you're a judge. Share with us a bit about your journey. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the first things that uh, made me interested in doing litigation. That's what I do now. Figured out that I enjoyed it. I liked putting together the evidence. I uh, played the attorney role. I did the attorney role in the mock trial program in high school pretty much every year. And then even working as an attorney coach with students and a team, students will always impress you. Um, you know, the things they argue, the theories they come up with, they're uh, always creative and oftentimes better than things you hear in court. So it's always good for keeping your skills sharp, helping them, you know, craft the arguments, looking at the evidence, reading through transcripts, looking at the rules, uh, you know, really emphasizing that, you know, these rules of evidence are really important. And, you know, if you don't understand those, then you're not going to understand, you know, the basics of the process. So really going through those, and they are reflective, a little bit different than our rules of evidence here in Massachusetts, but pretty close. They're definitely built on a uh, similar foundation. So it, uh, it helps you really think about evidence in your own cases and keeps you sharp. Carol, how about a takeaway from your time as a judge? I was so impressed with the ability of the students to process the information, present it, uh, have the composure to do this uh, in what can sometimes be a pretty intense setting. It was very impressive to me. I think, and I know Sam, this may have led Sam to be, become interested in being a lawyer, but I don't think that this program is just for kids who are interested in lawyers at all, because I think there are so many life skills that are just apparent that they're learning as part of this process. Same question for you, Sam. What have you noticed from the quote-unquote bench? You know, they always impress me. You know, you, teams have different levels of ability. I mean, look at each school's program, the amount of time they can dedicate to it. Some schools, you know, it's an extracurricular. Students will meet once a week, uh, you know, outside of regular class hours. In some schools, it's a full class. So they are doing it every day um, for an entire semester. So, you know, you can see different levels of preparation really based on the school and the amount of resources and time they're willing to dedicate to the program. Keep that in mind. You keep everything in mind to keep it fair and really make sure the students have a good learning experience. Uh, you know, you don't want the students to feel embarrassed or ashamed or anything like that. You know, you want them to walk away feeling, you know, proud of the work they've put in and, you know, feeling excited about the future. Well, so far in the podcast, I've had a chance to chat with the MBA co-chairs of the mock trial program. You just heard two attorney members who serve as judges, and we met two wonderful teacher coaches who are inspired to work hard and get their teams motivated. Now, let's meet two student representatives, and they are very happy to be here to talk about mock trial. First up, from Pioneer Valley Performing Arts School, Faras Hashmi. There's a lot of work, and that teaches you how to how to sort of persevere and, and keep working on, on a single task and how to get things done, which is very important. In addition, there's a lot of sense of community that's built because it's really a mock trial team. So while we all prepare our own parts and work with our own witnesses, there's many times where we have sort of objection fests, which is when all the lawyers uh, in the team come and they object to your examination at once to try to get you prepared for objections. And we always cross other witnesses, practice cross-examining witnesses. So we're all working together, though we each have our own parts. Everyone collaborates to sort of create them and to perfect them and make them better. When everyone is working together, and especially when we have a trial and we are, we're we're busy whispering strategies to each other, very good feeling of, of being part of something that's larger than yourself. I know that's a cliche, but yes, it's a lesson in being hardworking, but it's also very fun, and it's a lesson in how to collaborate and work together. 
Thank you for us. Lily Baglio is joining me from Malden Catholic High School, the winner of this year's state championship. And Lily, tell us more about your experience. Prior to my freshman year, Malden Catholic had never had girls. I came into the school as the first grade of girls in the class. Originally, it was an all-boys school, and now it's two separate schools, the girls' school and the boys' school, um, under one leadership. And so when I came in as a freshman, there weren't any really girls to look up to, but Mr. Gregory gave me the opportunity to have one direct examination my freshman year. When we went to the tournament, I didn't even perform. We picked defense both times, but it was still the preparation that I had my freshman year really set me on the trajectory that I was um, over the following three years. And then the Malden Catholic team is a very close-knit community. And so the second I joined the team, I became friends with everyone on the team. And that experience really pushed me to keep going. And I wanted to go, I wanted to spend time with all my friends that had been on the team. And so with that, that really kept me attracted along with all the problem solving and every other aspect of it, aligning an argument. And that was one of my favorite parts of mock trial throughout the years is really working as a team and aligning the argument that we had for the theory of the case where each routine set one purpose and the opening would echo would kind of foreshadow it and the closing would echo exactly what we had gotten out in it so it was that team mentality of every single person has a goal by the end of the routine everyone i've talked to for this podcast and countless others who've gone through the program say it's really changed their lives for us what about you i guess originally when i came into mock trial i was very interested in being an engineer and a scientist and i, and I still am also, throughout my years in, in mock trial, I've become more interested in law and also entrepreneurship. So recently, I've been working on starting a company with uh, another alum of the mock trial team, actually. He just graduated this year and another f uh, former classmate. And what we've been doing is we've been working on starting a company. We, we tried to talk to lawyers and we asked them a lot of questions about how we could start a company, especially with me being a minor. Um, so, so what I've been doing is I've I wrote a lot of the contracts myself with the with a great deal of help from a retired lawyer who was kind enough to to help us. He actually used to be an assistant coach of the or another coach of the mock trial team. So he he was helping me um, write the contracts and I wrote the bylaws, the shareholder agreement and the um, master service agreement with his help. And a comment from Lily. Well, I feel like I'm still discovering everything, but at the end of the day, I think that something that um, really stuck with me is how subjective it is. We would perform routines the exact same way in front of different judges for my four years here. And we would have judges that would love one person's style. We would have judges that didn't like our style as much. And I think that as you come across different mock trial teams, everyone really does have a style. Some teams focus on witnesses. Some teams focus on the rule numbers. Every team has a different style. And I think that at the end of the day, when one judge gives you a 10 and you perform the same routine and you get an eight and the judge has very valid points, it really, mm -hmm. um, reflected that, yes, we have a rubric at the end of the day, but there is some subjectivity, and I think that carries to every aspect of the justice system. Well, we certainly hope we've piqued your interest and gotten you excited about joining the MBA's mock trial program. High school teams from across the state are invited to participate in simulated courtroom situations where students assume the roles of lawyers, defendants, and witnesses in hypothetical cases. More than a 1,000 students across the state take part, 
and more than 100 lawyers from communities around the state preside over the mock trials as judges and coaches for the students. Find out a whole lot more about it at massbar.org forward slash mock. Before we wrap, a few final comments about mock trial from our panelists. Any teacher who is willing to make the time commitment throughout the winter, I think any school with a supportive administration and a modest budget can have a great mock trial team. Nobody comes in a superstar. Nobody comes in knowing everything there is to know about the rules of evidence. Or It is a humbling experience for coaches included, but we can promise every student that if they make the investment, they will come out great mock trialers with a great group of friends, hopefully lifelong friends. And, and that's kind of, that's what we can promise that we will deliver as a mock trial program. From a student learning perspective, you can't afford to, to pass this up. There is an opportunity here to learn lifelong skills, multidisciplinary skills that you're not going to potentially learn anywhere else. It's helpful in terms of their schoolwork. It's helpful in terms of future employment. It's helpful in terms of uh, college and even other employment. That's one. The second one is, is essentially it's fun. You're learning and it's fun. I don't know how you beat that. Yes, it's a lesson in being hardworking, but it's also very fun, and it's a lesson in how to collaborate and work together. I have a brother and sister who are going to Malden Catholic next year, and I think that they've seen the community that I have with the mock trial team, and I think that they immediately have become interested because of the fact that they've seen how much I've grown with the community and how much friendship has blossomed from it. Once again, visit massbar.org forward slash mock to learn how a real courtroom operates. This is Jordan Rich. Thanks for listening and be well.